Hello, and welcome to IMJDB. I'm your host Jim, and together with my Disney princess Nikki, we'll be your guys to this week in geek, covering the latest pop culture and movies and streaming TV shows. This week, we'll be engaging beast mode as we tackle the new trailers for upcoming movies, including Cliff Beast 6 and Fantastic Beast 3, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Rawr indeed. It's episode 9. Again, we've got a lot to get through. Here we go. Okay, so <laughs> starting... You don't have a staff- snappy tagline to episode 9. Episode 9, The Fate of the Furious. Okay, sure, thanks. There you go. What's that from? Fast and Furious. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> anyway, so starting with HBO slash uh, WB slash HBO Max. Uh, the Batman was released this week to cinemas. And the uh, director says we can expect a sequel in less than five years. So that's a pretty fast turnaround for DC. Um, also, the spin-off show Gotham Central uh, will explore how deep the corruption in the GCPD runs uh, while turning the clock back to witness the rise of Gotham's first vigilante through their eyes. Oh. And it also also feature notorious uh, location Arkham Asylum. Oh, which we've seen a few times, haven't we? We've definitely seen it in Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 oh. it's a... It's a mainstay of the uh, Batman mythos. Uh, the Penguin HBO Max show starring Colin Farrell. Uh, it will be a prequel uh, chronicling uh, Oswald Cobblepot's ascension through Gotham's criminal underworld. So uh, that's uh, something to look forward to. It's going to be R-rated as well, so ah. more of the like Peacemaker sort of vibes. Well, and just saying that, you know, the underground R-rated version of Penguins anyway is quite horrific. I mean, only this week alone at work, the Humboldt penguins have decided to start nesting. And today I've been reliably informed by the keeper who was keeping an eye on all their lovely shenanigans that we've seen at least one penguin bang three girls and run off and try and move in with someone else. One afternoon. That was just while we were watching. Okay. So we might see some of that in the Penguin movie show, TV show. I think the Penguin is pretty much just a moniker for for this character, but okay. I'll wait to, to see. Sticking with Batman, uh, the Batgirl HBO Max movie, uh, straight to HBO Max, is uh, yeah, Brendan Fraser has been cast as the villain Firefly, and his costume was partly revealed in set photos recently. We uh, can wait for his inevitable betrayal. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I remember Firefly from the old uh, Batman NES game. He was the level and the level boss for for level one. I remember Firefly being a spaceship that people fly around in. <laughs> it certainly was that too. <laughs> you can't take the skies from me. Nope. Uh, anyway, so Batgirl will star Leslie Grace, last seen in In the Heights. Uh, she was Nina in In the Heights, the mm-hmm. female lead. Yep. Uh, J.K. Uh, Simmons will play Commissioner Gordon. Not the same Commissioner Gordon that we're going to see in the Batman, because, again, that's a different universe. Top slash time so, hang world. on. They're making a Batman movie and then a Batgirl TV show, but they're not in the same universe? No. no the Batman the, the Batman's completely uh, unconnected from uh, from that. Uh, Batman will be Michael Keaton, the original Batman uh, from the 1989 Tim Burton movie. Uh, also played Beetlejuice. Again, I'll say it again, I don't understand DC TV shows. What is happening? I don't care about that girl TV show. If it's not in the same universe, what's the point? And finally, Rebecca Front from Knowing Me, Knowing You with Alan Partridge uh-huh. and The Thick of It. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did you say something? I said, uh-huh. 
Know which actress? Rebecca Front. Lynn? No. No, she's played various characters. Oh, interviewed okay. by Alan in the Nine Me, Nine You oh, okay. series. Uh, and she was also the head of the Labour Party in the thick of it. Uh-huh. Um, she's brilliant in that. Uh, so it's going to be written by Christina Hodgson, uh, who also wrote Birds of Prey. Uh, the the uh, uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Oh, oh um, gosh, that's such a that's, good that's show. The Harley, Harley Quinn movie. And um, it's being directed by Adil Alabi and Bila Fala, who directed Bad Boys for Life recently. Oh. So there is that to it. Also, WB are going all in on the sequels because they've announced an I Am Legend sequel uh, starring Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan. What, uh, like of, Space of... Jam styly? No, I Am Legend. Yeah, no, sorry. I was just thinking. Not Michael Jordan. Not Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. A.K.A. Killmonger from Black Panther, Creed, oh. and also Wallace from The Wire. Oh. So... You love Wallace. I do love Wallace, and I love the wire. I wanted a whole spin-off <clears throat> about those kids. Um, okay, how would that work? So, is it going to be a spin-off? Apparently, in... they're going to star and produce together. And the original writer Akiba Goldsman is returning to pen the script. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not going to say, "Oh, that sounds terrible," because after all, we a show like Showpiercer oh. shouldn't be as fantastic as it really is. And quite honestly, I think it's my favourite show I've watched this year so far. Um, so, yeah, I will w- wait to be fully entertained by Mr. Wicker Wicker Wow, Will Smith. Yeah, but didn't Will Smith die in the original? N- no, I if I remember correctly, and I think I saw I Am Legend probably about, I don't know, eight years ago. If I, I, if I probably saw it longer. All the, all the zombies are coming into the lab basement, aren't they? And he's locked himself in, and I think it fades away as he is testing some of the serums. And we make the assumption he's died. I might be wrong. Um, if you guys have a better, more up-to-date, or indeed you've looked at Wikipedia and you want to inform us, actually on how I Am Legend um, finishes, get in contact with us on our Twitter page, which is... I Am JDB Podcast. Yeah, just shoot us a DM and uh, let us know what's going on because this is baffling news. Uh, also in sequel news, Beetlejuice. Huh. Beetlejuice, uh, Beetlejuice is moving forward. With Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder both returning to uh, play the roles they played in the 80s original. Okay. Uh, no involvement from Tim Burton or Danny Elfman yet. Yet. But uh, yeah, this has been in development. It's been uh, in development how for years and it's apparently moving forward now. So moving to Apple TV, uh, Apple have optioned the Metropolis TV show. Uh, nothing to do with the DC universe there. Uh, this is based on a 1927 sci fi dystopian movie directed by Fritz Lang. Uh, one of the first sci-fi movies. Okay. And uh, they've tapped um, Sam Esmail, uh, sorry, Sam Esmail uh, from My- Mr. Robot hmm. uh, to to uh, to adapt it. Well, Apple TV can do no wrong at the moment, in my opinion. So yeah, I would look forward to that one. Yeah. Also, with Apple TV, uh, Lord and Miller have confirmed that the After Party will return for a second season. Oh, Tiffany Haddish will return to solve a new case with some brand new suspects. She is knocked honestly it out of the park. She my honestly did. Favorite part of the show. What a fantastic finale that was. Yeah, and if you haven't watched After Party, highly recommend it. Um, and just for the musical episode alone, really. Yeah, no. But there was I really an animated episode, yeah. a Fast and the Furious style action movie episode. It so many different fun. genres. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely no, it was brilliant. good fun. And for for me, I normally see the twist coming, don't I? And I I didn't. So that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it's nice to see it get a renewal. Just like uh, only murders in the building. If you want to wear, that's also oh, that's been renewed. Star, star slash Julio renewed that for a second season, um, which is good because that had a bit more of a cliffhanger ending than the after party. Yeah, did. definitely. So anyway, um, now we move to uh, Universal slash Peacock slash NBC. Okay. Uh, Fast and Furious Ten news. We weren't fans of Fast and Furious Nine, even though John Cena was in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. it. It didn't work in on any level for me. But Jason Momoa. Bubba Voss himself oh. uh, from C has joined the cast and apparently he's going to be playing a new villain that will come up against the family. I was going to say, what about the family? It's all about the family. La but, Familia. But who's going to take on the helicopter? Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Fast and Furious ride at Universal has got to be seen to be believed. I thought it was great. <laughs> It was so silly, and as you... So but you were day drinking, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I did that whole holiday. What do you mean? In fact, there was one time I had your <laughs> strawberry daiquiri and mine because you were having coffee for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I will have yours. Can confirm this did happen. All I can say is it was a lovely, lovely holiday. <laughs> but I very much enjoyed the supercharged ride at Universal... It, You're in the minority, it seems. Not not a lot of people would rate that right. But it was so cheesy. Yes, I think that was, we were, that's why they didn't like it. If we were ever back in America, would I ride it again? Yes, I would. A slow-moving bus journey. Hey, it was the party bus. <laughs> <laughs> and my favourite bit was the actor. Oh, was, OK, yeah, the live element was quite good. And he enjoyed my whooping and, and, and heckling. And the projection, the Pepper's Ghost style. Projection. Yeah, that, that was pretty good as well. So you, the idea is you go. I can't even remember why we were in a party bus. <laughs> you basically like, yeah, we've got to go chase someone or something and help the family, and then we all get loaded onto a bus, a bus, and then we drive around, and there's big screens with like Vin Diesel. Jumping onto a helicopter. Yeah, it but felt he's also... quite similar to the Kong ride that we went on earlier in the day I as well. I would say it was very similar to the Kong ride. <laughs> I think it was just the screens that were different. I think it was probably the colour and the shape of the bus. was probably. Well, I think we've gone off on this tangent. Uh, Eternally, it is still about Universal. But there's a Twisted Metal TV show coming. Uh, Twisted Metal, of course, is a, uh, a game franchise from the PS1, PS2 era. Uh, where, amongst other things, you got to drive around in an ice cream truck shooting oh, at people. I like uh, ice cream trucks. I don't think you're ever quite aware of this. No. Uh, however, Anthony Mackie, uh, Captain America himself from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. uh, has signed on to star in this. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a half-hour action comedy series, and it's going to be written by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who are responsible for writing Zombieland, and the original Deadpool movie with Ryan Reynolds. Ah, oh, so it should be a good giggle. Yeah, these these two are really, really funny uh, screenwriters. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to seeing what else they can do. Plus, it's also being written by Michael Jonathan Smith, who's a showrunner for Cobra Kai. Oh, OK. Um, so, yeah, I, I look forward to that one on so, Peacock. So who's going to shoot me from an ice cream van? Sorry? So who's going to shoot me from an ice cream van? I just remember there being an ice cream van and oh. that being one of the... Uh, one of the uh, Weapon cars that you could drive around in. Huh. Yeah. Oh, what? So you have to go and fight other cars? Yeah. I didn't love it. 
I didn't play it much either. Um, but there you go. It's back. Yeah. Speaking of back, uh, Quantum Leap has cast its new lead. Really? Yeah. Uh, Raymond Lee, uh, last seen as the uh, the cafe owner in Kevin Can... Uh, how can I say this? Kevin Pro- can go fuck himself. <laughs> Kevin, yeah, I'll go with Kevin can fox himself. There we go. <laughs> Kevin can fox himself for Amazon. Uh, so he, he's going to play Dr. Ben Siong, uh, who tries to revive the quantum leap experiment where Sam Beckett vanished 30 years earlier. Uh, it's going to see him stuck in the late 90s. Sorry, it's going to see Ben stuck in the late 80s with amnesia. That, that's the synopsis oh, for the pilot. Interesting. Uh, so that's being written by Stephen Lillian, Gotham. Didn't love that show, so can't really. I don't know. I, yeah, well, just for the whole love of Quantum Leap. So yeah, the Gotham writer Stephen Lillian uh, is attached to that. Also, Steve, uh, Brian Brian Winbrunt, uh, who wrote episodes of J.J. Abrams' Alcatraz TV show. Hmm. Plus, original series creator Do- Donald P. Belisario is involved in the project. Okay, so it should still feel like Quantum Leap. We just need yeah. word that Scott Bakula is coming back now. Yeah, okay, interesting. Okay, so uh, it wouldn't be a week of news without mentioning Sony and their Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel characters, otherwise known as Spunk. Spunk. And uh, forget about whoever I said was cast as uh, Calypso last last week, because that's all changed. Now Calypso, uh, the voodoo priestess from the comics, I'm not sure if they're going to go with that angle uh, in the movie for Craven the Hunter, but uh, Ariana DeBose... Uh, Last seen in West Side Story. Uh, she was also the bullet in the original Broadway cast of Hamilton. Okay. Um, and she was great in Smigadoon as well. I love um, Smigadoon. <clears throat> she's been cast as Calypso. And uh, Alessandro Nivola, uh, last seen in Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos spin-off prequel yeah. movie, mm-hmm. as Tony's uh, uncle. Uh, and also uh, as Nicolas Cage's brother in Face Off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been cast as the unspecified villain. Oh, okay. So good for you, Sony. Keep that Craven train moving. <laughs> the Craven train. Uh, Amazon, uh, one of my favourite shows of the year, Reacher, has been renewed for a second season. It's going to be adapting the second book uh, of the series, of which there are 26 books currently. So uh, Alan Richardson should be playing that character for a long time to come. Hmm, and I'll be quite happy with that. So love me some Reacher. Sure. Uh, Netflix now. And uh, Umbrella Academy Season 3 has added Euphoria star uh, Javon Walton. I've not seen Euphoria. I don't think I'm in the target demographic for it. I've never heard of it. <laughs> it's it's a, a, teen, a, a teen soap. Uh, well, it's not really a soap. Teen drama series on the HBO Max. Uh, Zendaya, um, who uh, played MJ in the Spider-Man movies. She, she, she stars in it as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about it, so I can't really comment. Um, but also, uh, The Cuphead Show, one of my favourite animated shows of the year, has been renewed for a second season, and that's going to be coming this summer. Yay, that is a little <coughs> genius, that is, The Cuphead Show. Netflix have also announced uh, Trivia Quest, which is going to be a daily interactive trivia quiz show uh, that starts on April 1st. There's going to be leaderboards, you can replay questions. Uh, we We love a bit of trivia here, don't we? Yeah. And I can't wait to play this. And in fact, by the sounds of it, if we get to play it on a daily basis, I used to play um, back in the day the daily quiz on the Channel 4 CFAX. 
he got like it took You're beating you, yourself he, down, my dear. He, he took you like half an hour to answer ten questions if you got went to the wrong page. But I used to play that daily quiz every day. Teletext so, is far too <laughs> far too frustrating for me. Yeah, but that's how you booked your holidays back in the day. Um <laughs> So I, for one, welcome a daily never, trivia. Never booked my holidays on Teletext, I'm quite yeah. pleased to say. You see it, you book it, you go, don't you? Hey, it's that Peter Kay sketch, isn't it? You book... <laughs> no? You see it, you book it, you go on, do <laughs> oh. Okay, so... And, um... and for any kids listening that don't understand what Teletext is, it's text on the TV before the internet. Now, now back to Jim. <laughs> The international voice of the kids. Manifest, uh, which is formerly a WB show, uh, Netflix rescued it from cancellation. Uh, has, has uh, They've announced they're going to release their fourth and final season in November, uh, exclusive to Netflix. Huh. To be honest, I've never watched Manifest. Um, I, saw, I, I saw it pop up and I thought it sounded pretty cool. Um, it's about a plane that disappears. Uh, so, you know, kind of lost vibes there mm. from that. And uh, I, I figured it'd be cancelled after one season, so I didn't bother watching it. It's only managed to limp on to three seasons now, which I think you can watch on uh, on Sky. Uh, and, and Netflix are acquiring it for the fourth season. Huh. Well, maybe if there's four series and we run out of everything to watch, maybe <clears throat> yeah, it's Yeah, I mean, I'll happily out. binge it all the way through if I know it's going to have a definite ending. This is, yeah. this is the thing. If a series gets cancelled, I'm probably not going to watch it. Yeah, sure. So Netflix's blockbuster TV show, not not blockbusters. We covered this before. <laughs> not a PP's box. No, 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 no. The one from the superstore writers. Oh, uh, that's right. The one yeah. about the video. It's shop. added five brand new cast members, uh, including Olga Meredith, uh, who plays who plays all the Abuelas for Lin Manuel Miranda in In the Heights and Encanto. Okay. Uh, and J B Smoove, uh, from Kirby Enthusiasm, played Mr Black, <laughs> and okay. also played a teacher in Spider Man Far From Home and Spider Man No Way Home. Right, yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, so uh, nice to see JB Smooth getting some more work. What a great name, JB Smooth. JB Smooth. It's not smooth either, it's smooth. Smooth. Yeah, S M O V E. Smooth. That's pretty cool. Pretty smooth. <laughs> okay, so finally we, uh, we move to Disney, Disney Plus slash Hulu slash Star. <clears throat> and Netflix's Marvel shows, we can't call them Netflix's Marvel shows anymore. What should we call them? Uh, Daredevil and Friends. Yeah, <laughs> Daredevil and Friends, Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, the, the Defenders, Punisher, and something else I can't quite remember. Uh, they will make Iron Disney Fist. Plus. There you go, Iron Fist. Uh, they will make Disney Plus their new international home uh, from March 16th onwards. Uh, so if you if you missed the the, uh, the Daredevil and Friends, you can catch up with their adventures uh, on Disney Plus, which yeah. is interesting because uh, Disney Plus in the states doesn't have uh, parental controls. Does so, it not? No. So, so yeah, some of the scenes in Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Punisher are going to be a bit. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, they're going to have to implement some kind of rudimentary parental controls. Well, they're going to have to because I remember sitting down to watch Daredevil with you, and the first time oh, yeah. we met, we met the kingpin in it. <laughs> the first, I think, is it like the first three episodes? We meet this lovely, slightly awkward 
man who lives in isolation who likes looking at this one For the record, picture. I knew Wilson Fisk was and I did not think he was lovely. Yeah, no, I know, but I kept saying to you, like, oh... You <laughs> this know, was maybe... your first exposure yeah, to yeah. Wilson Fisk. And so. I was just like, you know, maybe he's he's got some kind of other thing happening and maybe he's uh, ends up being some kind of puppet for an organisation. And then we see him slamming someone's head in a car door. What can I say? Kingpin and a kingpin. It was it was a shock to Kingpin me. Kingpin also returned for um, their last uh, episode of Hawkeye as well. So yeah, that, that he was did. pretty cool. Although he was markedly different to how he was in the Netflix show. Um, but speaking of uh, Daredevil and Friends, uh, Kristen Bauer, who played Jessica Jones uh, in in those shows in in the in Jessica Jones and the Defenders, uh, she recently posted an Instagram picture of herself uh, with her hair recently dyed. Uh, black with blue tints also wearing a black leather jacket and a purple shirt so jessica jones in the mcu confirmed that would be exciting wouldn't it because actually i think jessica jones was a real standout character in deadpool and see her show yeah yeah and um yeah there, there are rumors that we could see her as early as she hulk mm, interesting which is uh now going to be the last uh Disney Plus show of the year since Miss Marvel was uh, leapfrogged it we're okay. going to get Miss Marvel after Obi-Wan Kenobi and probably She-Hulk after Andor I think that's how the running order for the rest of the year is going to go hmm, sure uh, and then we'll get Secret Invasion uh, in the um, in the new year hmm lots to look forward to that and speaking of Secret Invasion uh, a very exciting flyer has been spotted on the, the set in Halifax uh, for Rogers the Musical. Wow. And it says, coming to the West End. Ah, oh, I love the song. Save the city. Okay. Save the city, help, help us, us win. Save us all from the state we're in. in. You know it's bleak, but you know it can't be the end. I could, I could do, do this, this all day. day. And so on. <laughs> I need that to be on the West End. Please bring that to the West End. I will sit and I will watch all of it. And the Avengers musical just needs it's to be a thing. not a real show, though. Oh, but it would be so good. Honestly, I think it'll end up being in a Disney park. Also, hot off the press from uh, Halifax, a newspaper cover seems to confirm that Don Cheadle, a.k.a. Rhodey, a.k.a. War Machine, will cap at least cameo. In this okay. series, there's a picture of him on a newspaper cover. Interesting. So, uh, and, and Marvel are looking to the future because apparently they're developing a brand new holiday special for 2023, a brand new Halloween special. Ah. And this is going to be the obscure character Man Thing. <laughs> and I bet you've never heard of Man Thing. Nope. If, in fact, uh, when I was, I used to be, yeah, when I, when I went, used to go to school. Uh, and I, I used to basically try and read as many Marvel comics. If any of my friends had Marvel comics, I'd try and get them to lend them to me so I could read them. Mm-hmm. And this kid was uh, describing this character, and I didn't believe him. I didn't believe this character was real until he brought the issue in, and I was like, oh, okay, it is. So so what is Man-Thing? Man-Thing is... Uh, he looks like a cross between Swamp Thing right. and a bear. Um uh. But yeah, yeah uh, like man bear pig. He's just a, he's just a big, <laughs> big lump of green. Yeah. And basically, the the, uh, the the USP for man thing is those who know fear burn at the touch of the man thing. 
So if you if you if you fear him, he will burn you. But if you don't fear him, he gives you a cuddle. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah. The, it's kind of a uh, Hulk Hulk situation, I guess. If he's in a good mood. It's, uh, yeah. But yeah, those who know fear burn at the touch of the man thing. That's Stan Lee at his best, that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've already got a Halloween does special. Does he like come from a swamp? As we said over and over again, we've already... Yeah, he, he does come from a swamp. He seems like a bit of a massive rip-off of Swamp Thing uh, hmm. to me. And uh, yeah, so we've already got a Halloween special for this year. That's going to be Werewolf by Night, even though Marvel have not officially confirmed that. Hmm. But uh, I, I know that's happening. And, um, yeah, Man Thing for 2023. Sure, why not? So, uh, more about the clauses. Uh, that's the Santa Claus, uh, the T- Tim Allen's Santa Claus TV mm-hmm. show. Yep. Uh, Cal Penn uh, star, uh, used to be in House and uh, Harold and Kumar. Uh, he has, he's been cast as the third series lead as Simon Chosky, who's an ambitious games inventor, product developer, devoted single father, uh, who dreams of being the next Jeff Bezos. And he sees his fortunes change after a trip to the North Pole. Okay. You've also got a director for the series, Jason Weiner, who's directed episodes of Modern Family and the uh, Russell Brand 2013 remake of Arthur, which I've not seen. But no. Russell Brand starred mm. in that. Okay. Oh, I've seen the, seen the originals with Dudley Moore and Sir John Gilgood in, and they were great, but mm. can't speak to that. Uh, so, uh, Futurama, good news, everyone. Bender Gate is over. What? He's back, baby. You can bite my shiny metal ass. John DiMaggio was returning to voice Bender in 20 brand new episodes of Futurama after securing a pay rise for the entire cast. What a guy. Oh, yeah. uh, so that will return in 2023. And there's Alien News too. Uh, brand new movies being developed for Hulu slash Star uh, by horror, horror director Fede Alvarez who uh, made a really disgusting walk, uh, uh, Evil Dead remake uh, that I went to the cinema to see uh, yeah, years ago. Uh, and it's going to be produced by uh, Alien creator Ridley Scott. Uh, it's not going to be related to Noah Hawley uh, of Fargo and Legion fame. It's not going to be related to his previously announced Alien TV show, which is also going to come to Hulu and Star. Okay. Uh, Mandalorian Series 3 has cast Jim O'Hare. From Parks and Recreation. Damn it, Jerry. Aww. Yeah. So Jerry from uh, Parks and Rec is going to be in The Mandalorian Season 3 in a mystery role. Oh, I like mystery roles. Maybe he's going to be the new Rancor. Um, and uh, also sticking with Star Wars, uh, Star Wars show Andor, which we're going to see around August, September this year, uh, has cast Rosalind Holstead, British actress, uh, Known, probably known best for BBC's Trial of Christine Keeler and Holby City, uh, as a character only known as Scolden's wife. Who's Scolden? We don't know. Oh, but he's married. <laughs> there you go, but he's married, yeah. Uh, also, Black Mirror directors have signed on for episodes now. So we've got directors from The Americans and also directors from Black Mirror now. Oh, it's going to be quite dark then. And that's all we got for news this week. Mm. That's the news. Uh, Still so, quite a lot of news. So, uh, in memoriam, uh, Alan Ladd, uh, a.k.a. Laddie, Alan Ladd Jr., has uh, has died uh, Wednesday, uh, age 84, of kidney failure. Uh, he was the vice president of Creative at Fox in the 70s. Uh, he thought Universal Pictures were crazy for passing on George Lucas's Star Wars. 
because uh, he, he loved the Saturday matinee feel to it, reminded him of old Flash Gordon, uh, Superman, black and white serials. Uh, so he championed Star Wars from work, from the word go and put complete faith in George Lucas, even though he didn't really understand it <laughs> from Aww. the script alone. Uh, he also convinced Fox to uh, make Young Frankenstein with Mel Brooks in black and white, as Brooks wanted to do it. Uh, convinced uh, Ridley Scott to change Ripley from from uh, a man in the script uh, to a woman. Uh, he, yeah, he championed a lot of causes, uh, like Thelma and Louise, Blade Runner, uh, Chariots of Fire, he helped all of those get made. And uh, he even, even produced Spaceballs parody, uh, Spaceballs, uh, the Star Wars parody with Mel Brooks. Later on in his in his life, so it's a very influential person. Yeah, rest then. in peace, yeah. Alan. Though. It makes you wonder what would have happened if he hadn't made some of these decisions. I mean, Ellen Ripley's pretty much the uh, the prototype for a female action hero. Mm-hmm. We hadn't really seen one of those before then, um, so we would probably never have got a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Maybe a never never seen a Wonder yeah, Woman film. The ripple effect is baffling. Well, and also, what what if Star Wars? Well, yeah, what... never got made. Exactly, because we, we it's so easy for us to just turn around now and say, oh yeah, it's like Star Wars, or you know, how many things get compared to Star Wars, or people were influenced by Star Wars, but if it didn't exist, that's just, just the mind boggles, it isn't is it? absolutely baffling. Hmm. Also, Thelma and Louise, such an important film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so rest in peace, uh, Alan. Um, you did good, man. So, okay, let's talk about some trailers. So, Netflix released a trailer for <laughs> Cliff Beast 6. And, of course, we all loved the previous five instalments, didn't we? Yeah, Cliff Beast 4 was my personal favourite. Cliff Beast 4? Remember what happened in that one? <laughs> That's where a honey badger comes out of the cliff and chases the Cliff Beasts. Uh, which spooks the camp of uh, scientists and then that's when we know that honey badgers will even take on cliff beasts and we see the honey badger shoot lasers out of his eyes and set fire to the tents. That's right. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's all rubbish because uh, Cliff Beast 6 is a fake movie. What? It doesn't exist. It's actually uh, <laughs> a fake movie being made in another movie called The Bubble, which is a Netflix comedy which is releasing on April 1st. It's going to be directed by Judd Apatow, probably famous enough for uh, 40-year-old virgin, anchorman, knocked up, forgetting Sarah Marshall, a genius uh, comedy producer. And, um, yeah, it's a fake action movie franchise. They've tapped, uh, a, oh, here we go, the return of this uh, phrase, a powerhouse cast for this one. Mm. Uh, it's got Karen Gillan, uh, Doctor Who, Guardians of the Galaxy, Jumanji, um, <clears throat> Pedro Pascal, Mando himself, David Duchovny, Fox Mulder from The X-Files, uh, Keegan-Michael Key from Key and Peele and Smigadoon, Peter Serafinowicz, uh, Look Around You and The Tick, uh, Maria Baklava uh, from Borat 2, Electric Boogaloo, uh, <laughs> Rob Delaney uh, from Catastrophe, Gus Khan from Taskmaster, uh, and also his own wife and daughter, Iris Apatow and Leslie Mann are in this movie as well. So it, it's basically, it's set in a... Uh, in a pandemic hotel bubble uh, in October October 2020. And, uh, yeah, basically they're trying to make a movie under pandemic conditions. So there's PPA, uh, P- sorry, PPE, uh, no touching. Um, the cast are told to make sweet eyes at each other if they want to communicate, <laughs> which is quite funny. Um, so, yeah, this is a, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically a fake action movie and it's going to be released on the... Uh, 
the first of April on Netflix. Sounds like it. I mean, the trailer looks great. I think it looks like it's going to be a lot. It of It does good look fun. a lot of fun, and uh, they're saying that this is only this is one of only two movies in production at the time, which is why the studio are putting pressure on it to to be a hit. Mm-hmm. And we know from the last couple of years, we know that there were movies out there that literally bubbled up to get things done and TV shows to get these things done. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see, and I'm sure a lot of these actors that are in this are bringing their own personal experiences or experiences of their colleagues into this movie. So it'll be really interesting to see. And have you shared the trailer already? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually post the trailer uh, for The Bubble uh, soon because I, I didn't want to ruin the whole Cliff Beast joke before, <laughs> <laughs> before we talked about it. And finally this week, The Secrets of, the Secret of Dumbledore, Fantastic Beasts 3. Uh, the trailer for that dropped. Uh, almost immediately, we hear John Williams and uh, Hedwig's theme, the Harry Potter uh, theme tune from the past, yeah. the first mm-hmm. time this has been used in a yeah. Fantastic Beasts promotion. We see Hogwarts, all the nostalgia's flooding back. We see young young Dumbledore, played excellently yeah. by Jude Law. We saw him in the previous one as well. And uh, what I believe is a young McGonagall. Yeah, we can assume it's a young McGonagall because of, <clears throat> of the accent. But um, what I think is really interesting is the 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 set um the set the timeline here because we potentially are looking um in a period of just before the second world war for this movie and potentially looking at how grindelwald was linked into um yeah there's lots of fascist imagery in the trailer yeah yeah into the second world war and um what were the wizards doing to take an effect and and all of that kind of stuff but we do see a few different locations don't we as well in yeah, the in the trailer so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because we can assume that some of these are the uk maybe america but there's a spot where we go um appear somewhere mountainous and there's i don't know if you noticed them but in the trailer they had all like the pr- the prayer flags across the streets all oh, right like uh something you'd get in like thailand or uh um, but it's assumed to be China or Bhutan. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, we can. That'd be interesting to see. And also, it's interesting to note that we're getting our third Grindelwald in 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 three movies. Mm-hmm. You'll recall that he was Colin Farrell in Fantastic Beasts and Where uh, to Find Them. Yeah, of Johnny he was. Depp in The Crimes of Grindelwald, and mm-hmm. now for The Secrets of Dumbledore, it's uh, Mad Smickelson. Probably best known for uh, Hannibal in mm. uh, in the. the the TV show. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm just really excited because we did see Newt Scaramander, which, as you know, is my favourite yeah, person yeah, been... in the whole of the Harry Potter wizarding world. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Newt is your favourite. I just love him. I mean, he's a magic zoologist at the end of the day, isn't he? So he, he goes along and he saves all he the magic him, beasts. Yeah. And, and actually, I think going down this route, this 1930s feel kind of retro vintage but also yet very modern is actually a thing i think the theme parks have missed out on because it lends itself so much better than sticking with hogwarts and and you know all the kids there which sometimes makes you feel a bit dated if you was to go back now and see the harry potter movies what some of them are 20 years old now yeah and you know the the teenage children going through the school aren't the same kids no 
Do, do you know what I mean? Uh, it it, no, feel, yeah, it, yeah, it becomes dated really quickly. So, you know, if <coughs> so we go, go back... Vintage is timeless, basically. Well, yeah, because it's already been. Yeah. So you kind of... No, no, it, it, as saying. long as it's set in the right place and you've got proper place and a sense of time and a sense of purpose and all, you know... Plus pretty dresses, right? Yeah, and pretty dresses. <laughs> pretty and dresses all the cute creatures, then I don't think you can go wrong because we know we've seen new... With his little bow chuckle picket, the little stick insect spied creature in his top pocket. We've seen Niffler. That's right. Apparently his name's Teddy, that, 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 that Niffler. Oh, uh, Teddy the Niffler. That's what I heard, yeah. Apparently his name's Teddy. Cute. And that's one thing we didn't see in the trailer was lots of actual magical beasts. We saw a couple. Yeah, there we was saw some something hints of flying, some, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, there was something flying. There, I think at one point we see someone being dragged down into a into a um like a pit and we can see some scaly Yeah, I wasn't sure whether that was the Chamber of Secrets actually. Oh, oh it could have it been. Because of course we go back to Hogwarts. Yeah. And I assumed the room of requirement. Oh yeah, possibly. Or is it the Great Hall and this weird tall spinning pillar that transports oh, Yeah, meat. that was crazy. I'm not quite sure what that was. Some kind of apparition yeah. device. Mass apparition device maybe. Yeah maybe. But also of course we see a muggle with a wand. Oh, yeah, Kowalski, that's right. Yeah. Kowalski from the previous two uh, entries in the franchise. So, I am really quite I, I looking like forward. Yeah, really I'm likeable. really looking forward to this movie. And, of course, Ezra Miller returns as the secret Dumbledore brother. Mm-hmm. Um, that was revealed at the end of the last movie. And, it, yeah, it's, it's building up to the first Wizarding War. Yeah. Because we do see these different fractions, don't we? With all the different colours. Very similar to Hogwarts house colours, if you noticed. Yeah. We didn't see the front of the banners, but there was, you know, the yellow, the red, the blue. Oh, the yeah, green. you're right. They're all very recognisable colours. Uh-huh. Oh, well spotted, mate. That's all right. I'm very excited about... Okay, so yeah, that's, uh, that's opening uh, next month. Yeah, no, and I'll I'll be happily going there. <laughs> that's opening next month so uh, yeah hopefully we'll, we'll check that yeah. out we'll uh, have a look and we'll let you know what it's like and of course we get it a week before America does as well oh fantastic peace yeah. hey Dumbledore. <laughs> which um, yeah interesting we get it a week before but yeah no I'll, I can't wait I'm very much looking forward to it okay and that's that's it for the trailers then so do you want to talk about what you've been watching this week actually managed to watch some really good shows this week oh yeah most definitely um do you want to start i just will t- say again and again and again watch snowpiercer it is amazing yeah, only six episodes into the third season now and yeah and if you've watched the movie don't feel like the TV show is just going to be a remake of the movie over a longer period of time. It truly isn't. No, you... don't, don't, think, don't think it's a procedural. It's, it's much more clever and involved than that. A hundred percent. Like, I think the movie shows the, the concept of the show um, in a little tiny nutshell. And the TV show takes the concept and runs with it. And Davy Diggs is fantastic. <laughs> fantastic in it Sean Bean is fantastic in the fact whole, yeah, the, the whole, whole cast, cast is amazing they're the incredibly Ruth also uh, in America I can't recall her name they're incredibly watchable um, real characters with huge story arcs and I just hope it's a show that runs and runs because 
I love the episodes. I don't see how much further they can take it after the third season, though. I mean, oh. they're heading towards an endgame. They are, but I, I do hope at the same time, it's nice to have a show that runs and runs, but it's also very satisfying to get a proper ending, a isn't it? Yeah. Rather than something just limp on its way out. <laughs> I still haven't seen our Supernatural ends. No. <laughs> I'm on season eight, and that had 15 seasons, so... <laughs> I've got a while to go to watch the end of that. Goodness. But yeah, watch Snowpiercer. That is a Nikki recommendation. What about you? How many Jackies would you would you give Snowpiercer so far? At least a million. Okay, so that's a five out of five Jackie show, definitely. <laughs> Highly recommended. Just don't eat your dinner while you're watching it. It gets a bit icky occasionally. So yeah, next up, uh, Peacock made a show called um, Wolf Like Me. Uh, so I immediately ran to uh, Now TV to check out where it was, and it was nowhere. And then a few days later, it turned up on Amazon Prime, Weird. which was very strange. So, yeah, this is a uh, a show that stars Josh Gad and um, Isla Fisher. And you think, oh, that's going to be so funny. That's going to be a laugh, right? No. Yeah, wrong. It's a drama. <laughs> Josh Gad and Isla Fisher both playing straight roles. And really wow. No, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. They're yeah. both really, really good in it. Uh, but, it, yeah, it's kind of uh, wrong-footed me. I, I, I thought I was going to watch some kind of werewolf comedy and it was anything but a comedy (laughs) yeah i think it was i think it had a really nice balance between heart-wrenching emotion to the odd little giggle and and yeah i think it was really quite um yeah enjoyable to watch something very different refreshing yeah so how many jackies would you give wolf like me if we assume Snowpiercer <coughs> is the epitome of everything that is amazing in TV shows. Now, I did really like Wolf Like Me as a whole series. I would probably give it a the three. The episodes were quite short as well. They were they? short. Just a half hour episode. It's quite easy to watch. Yeah. Um, I would probably give the whole thing a three and a half. I just felt that as we got through... I would have enjoyed, preferred a little bit more pace, I think, to get to the end point. But the last episode alone was excellent. (laughs) Five out of five jickies, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, the the, um, episode beforehand was also excellent as well. Uh, Maybe I'm just impatient. Maybe that's just because I I just needed to to get the story going. I wanted to see things happening that I kind of had uh, an inkling might do. Yeah, Yeah, so that's Wolf Like Me, and you can find that on Amazon Prime. Mm hmm. Uh, I think we we, uh, the, we we talked about After Party earlier, didn't we? Yes. How much we were enjoying that. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on to Severance. This is a show that's produced by Ben Stiller. Yeah. Uh, starring Adam Scott of Parks mm-hmm. and Rec fame. And mm-hmm. also John Turturro from yep. uh, the Coen Brothers movies. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Patricia Arquette. Mm. I haven't seen feet since Medium years ago. Oh. Um yeah, she's terrifying in that in that yeah, show. Yeah, she. So really yeah, is. this 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 show is basically about um, achieving the perfect work life balance, right? On paper, I guess. The whole <laughs> concept being that you have a by your own choice, you voluntarily have a non reversible. And, and for some reason, I thought this was going to be a sitcom as well. It's really not. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the idea behind it is you have a non reversible. Um, operation done to your brain which means that when you are at work you cannot remember your outside life and then when you leave your place of work and you're at home you do not remember work and you almost have these two lives yeah um so complete disconnect yeah hence the name severance i mean and you'd hope that there's no elements from one part of your life that would 
factor into another part of your life, wouldn't mm-hmm. you? I mean, that's what you'd hope. Yeah. Uh, so we've watched three episodes of this. I think there are four available mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Apple TV at the moment. Yeah. Uh, it's an absolutely great show. Very gripping. Yeah. Uh, probably most terrifying dystopia I've seen yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I've seen a lot of dystopias recently. We really have. But at the same time, it's one of those where you can watch it, and I appreciate the world feels very wibbly-wobbly right now. And there's, you know, if you go on social media or you're watching the news... There's a lot of things happening and sometimes, like, let's not be ignorant of the situation where we are in the world because we do need to have a very clear understanding of where we are and our place in the world. But sometimes you do just need a half an hour, 40 minute respite. And even though Severance is sometimes very dark, it's 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 very it's much... eerie. Um, it is eerie and, you know, it's very Black Mirror it's unsa- style. Yeah. But... You could watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'd say Ben Still is definitely pulling from Black Mirror. Yeah, definitely. But you could watch it and it, and you would still be able to enjoy it for what it is. 100%. Okay, so that's what we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week, uh, the 11th of, uh, of March, is the day because we get Turning Red on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. We get Upload uh, Season 2 on Amazon Prime. And there's something else that I've forgotten. <laughs> oh, there's lots of TV coming, isn't there? And I'm sure that you'll share things on our Twitter page, which is... I am JDB Podcast. Thank you very much. On and, Twitter. And if there's something we're watching, or if there's something you're watching that we're not watching, get in contact with us. And um, we'd love to hear what you guys are watching and if you're enjoying it as well yeah please give us a five star rating on spotify and apple Podcasts if you're listening mm-hmm. on those platforms mm-hmm. and uh yeah that's a uh, goodbye from me and goodbye from me and send, send it, it to, to the, the internet, internet.